0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk
2: show recorded live.
3: Now, views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily views of Talk Show Generated Productions. Twitterhead.com and the
4: sponsors. This is Nation. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth
5: Jenkins. This is your Sunday evening forum, Nation Talk.
3: Nature Talk is a live public affairs program that deals with issues concerning you from the studios of Savannah, Georgia. In the conversation, call 1724 444 2444. Call the number 55519 Pound. That's 1724 444 2444. Call the number 55519 Pound.
0: if the surfaces in this kitchen are crawling with bacteria that could cause chronic arthritis? Listen. Can't, can you? You can't see it either. Wash surfaces, utensils, and hands frequently with soapy water while preparing food, especially when handling raw meats or eggs. Raw food may contain bacteria that can make you very sick or worse. One in six Americans will get sick from food poisoning this year and roughly 3,000 will die. But you can keep your family safer by cleaning with soap and water as you go. Learn more about this and other important information. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. That's foodsafety.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The
5: First Amendment reads, The people shall not be deprived of their right to speak.
1: The odds are the person you just heard is an African-American.
3: Because African-Americans are twice as likely to suffer a stroke as white Americans.
1: That's twice as likely a stroke could rob you of the freedom to speak your mind. Help beat the odds. Call 1-888-4STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org.
0: Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American
6: Stroke Association and the Ad Council. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal, like this. But But then, then, right around here, her life would take a bad turn with her mother abusing her. And about this far in, Nikki would drop out of high school and run away. Here, she'd be forced to work two jobs struggling to support herself. And her daughter. She'd feel stuck. 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 But then, she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. She'd take my prep classes. Study every night and feels unstuck because she finally hears someone say,
2: Nikki Baker, come up and get
6: your GED diploma. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, the ending wouldn't be the ending at all. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1 877 38 YourGED or visit YourGED.org. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education, brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
4: You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
5: The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily views of
3: Talkshew. Get ready for touching sunnyhead.com and its sponsors. This is your Sunday evening forum, Nation Talk. To another Sunday evening forum of Nation talk. Tonight we're, we're going to be talking about the election, of course, after the election, the election and something to be active from the election. We're going to talk about some elections from years ago from um the President, you're going to add something new today in history. I'm going to try to bring you what's going on in today's history. And I have Michael Jones, a.k.a. Brother Mike, who is an author He has written, and I promised him to have him on my program right here tonight. All right. As you know, we hear Brother Mike on on here, he's a regular on here, uh, on the program, and he, we we go back and forth and talk about issues and things like that, we may, and we may not agree
5: we agree to disagree. <laughs> Hello, so right now, Mike.
2: And how are you this wonderful day?
3: Oh, good.
2: <laughs> so you want to talk about the election, huh? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, you wanna
2: go there? Hey, you want to go there? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we can go there. Because... Wow. Some of the it, comments I'm hearing so far is like, I don't believe this.
7: hmm Yeah.
3: I mean, there's it, been, been a whole lot been said about this election. In fact, they got some folks now protesting in uh, different parts of the country, Chicago, my whole town. They're protesting. I don't know why, but it's the election over now. I wasn't gonna be the protest. They put it they, they put they put in who they want to put in. Yeah. So oh, but, but guess it. what? Guess what this
2: guess what this protest is leading to?
3: Violence. No
2: of course it's violence, but still there's a law that is stated that protesters are going to be listed as uh hate crime oh,
7: so after Lord. a
2: while, you won't be able to walk down the street in a group talking about a protest for anything anything oh, oh, uh, that's what that's coming to now, don't you think that's like a little bit da, 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 da.
7: Oh,
3: that's not like that well, that's not like going back. Uh, that's, it is. It's changed. The, the clock is being turned back.
2: The clock is being turned back a long way back. But see, all of this is a plan, a plan for uh, revelation. All of this is written in Scripture that things are going to be happening in that regard. And after a while, it's going to be like, uh, how you call it, when you can't go outside, you can't go shopping.
3: Mm-hmm they they um um, they, you have to they, they, um what's the thing um you to get the to get the thing the 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 number on your on your head or forehead or whatever that thing yeah, is.
2: yeah the mark
3: of the beast. The mark of the beast the mark of the
2: beast.
3: yeah, yeah See, all, of
2: this, is, all of this is beginning to come beginning to take shape, how about martial law Yeah.
3: <laughs> that again.
2: Oh, yeah. They already, they already got your, uh, your tracking devices all over the place. You can't use your cell phone. In fact, I have a conversation now is being translated.
5: Good.
7: <laughs>
2: they might get, hey, they might get saved with Jesus, the blood of Jesus. But anyway, these are some of the things that's happening. So, and in uh, fact, I was looking at one of my uh, Facebook uh, posts. Uh, Bobby Jones from Nashville, the uh, the the well, the guy used to be on TV a lot. Bobby yeah. Jones. Yeah. Well, some he was he was saying that he can't understand why this is happening, this and that other. You know what I mean? And I posted in. I said, well, don't be surprised because <laughs> you know I don't really agree with a lot of things that's happening, but this is that inevitable thing that's coming. And somebody else supposed to respond to reply to my post it says that anybody who votes for Hillary is voting for the devil.
5: <clears throat> All right, now. And then I was like, but I'm voting for God. Oh, yeah. Oh.
7: I can
3: hear him now. Oh, really? When he's oh, on the yeah. ticket. I can hear that now. When he's going to be on the ticket. I can hear it now.
7: <laughs> whoa! <laughs> so, Ooh,
3: I can, so, I can I can hear the comments now. Oh boy! So yeah, we're,
2: we're into we're in for a rude uh, awakening in the near, maybe next. Let's say, within twenty years, you're going to see something that's whoa! Where did that come from?
3: Uh huh. Gonna and be a whole lot of stuff going on.
2: Yes, and I do believe it's gonna be less than twenty years.
3: Oh yeah. It so, might be right anyway, it might be within the four years. <laughs> thank you.
2: Well, I see already where uh it's said that he will immediately deport two to three million undocumented aliens. Immediately. You take the oath on the 15th or maybe by the 16th uh, uh, INS will be lining up people
3: oh boy all my right, advice now. my advice to all those who would not document it, do it now better go better to hurry their, up. they better go to you better go to INS help and go to INS the nearest INS place because if you don't you're going back to your Native country, and I started to go. I started to say, "Well," and I still say, and I was halfway joking about going to Canada.
7: Uh huh.
3: I ain't going nowhere. I want to see this. I want to see this play out. <laughs> uh, we'll see this play out.
2: Okay. Sounds I want to good. see
3: this. I want to see this play out. But
2: you one thing. If you say you want to see it play out, you better have that support and that covering from up above. Oh, yeah. I Most mean,
3: definitely. The real stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I already posted on my Facebook page anybody who voted him in, that's their headache. You voted well, for him, because... you voted for him, you deal with him. I don't want ah. to deal with him. <laughs> I'll listen hey, to him. I'll pray for him. That's it. Yeah. All right. All right. Then maybe some. I may agree with some of this stuff, but it's, all everything is like remain to be seen. I want to see what he's gonna do. Right. It's like wait and see. I want. I just want to see what he's gonna do. What he says he's gonna do. If he is gonna do what he's gonna do. And what is he gonna do?
1: Well, Whew. he's
2: already. Mouthful. <laughs> It's, it looks like his cabinet is shaping up. It's going to be uh, like on one side, you know what I mean? Like an attitude-towards, attitude-wise type cabinet.
7: Oh, Lord, Lord.
2: Now, that should tell you something right there, too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's going to be a whole... It's it's going. It's, this administration is going to be very strange. It's going to be very unusual. Different administration, very different. This is like oh, very different. This is like the outsider looking in. Well, it was the outsider looking in. Now the outsider is now the insider. Mm. Mmm. And now they're getting ready to take
2: shape about what's going to happen and what to do. So it's like you say, it's going to be a very interesting ride. Yeah, maybe a, I think it's going to be a real bumpy ride too for a lot of people.
3: Oh yeah, it's going to be really bumpy uh, because I haven't heard anything about what they're going to do, what they're going to do for those who are um, the poor. I heard about the middle class, I heard about the rich, but they haven't said anything about the poor. That's and the guess what. Not You're gonna not going
2: to hear too much either. How about the poor getting poor?
3: Oh, well, that's been done. <laughs> that's been done. That's doing. That's that's it now. It's it's absolutely ridiculous, and so it's going to get. It's getting stranger and stranger and stranger. That's Do you it.
2: realize that there are FEMA camps? in in certain parts of the United States that are going to be filled up and i mean FEMA camps real camps like a uh,
3: like a military like a,
2: a a prison
3: oh oh like a prison
2: yeah FEMA camps
3: mm.
2: and that's been that's been done years and years ago when bush was in And I think about two or three in in South Carolina.
3: Hmm. Which Bush? W or HW?
2: The last one.
3: Oh, W.
2: Okay. So they show some pictures of uh, the FEMA camps in certain parts of the country, and some uh, two of them in North Carolina. They talk about for emergency things, but they got how about fences up just like uh, those people in the refugee camp.
3: Oh, boy.
2: And they were talking about, like, like those guys, like, uh, homeless people in certain places, certain areas. Yeah. They'll be sent to those camps. But guess what? How about your poor, uh, your
3: distressed? Hmm. Also, I didn't well, hear anything about the working class, either. I didn't hear too well, much about not, the working they're, class.
2: There's not too many jobs available, my brother. The jobs are mostly uh, have been sent overseas, so Bush said he's going to try to get the factories back in America. All right, now that's what I'm waiting to see. How many how many companies are going to be returning back to America
3: to
5: produce
2: products?
3: Hmm. Now that's going to be interesting to see because well, he is a bu- he he is a businessman. He he knows yeah. how to negotiate. So. I think his negotiating skills is going to come to play in this one. How good is he going to negotiate with, uh, with China,
7: especially
3: well, China, with China and other China and countries?
2: Already. He has connection with China and Russia because oh, he, yeah, borrowed,
7: Putin.
3: he borrowed yeah.
2: all that money from China, remember?
3: Yeah. He did say something about getting... um. Getting the countries to pay the, to pay the U.S. back. I know. Here, I heard. I heard him say that. That's one of the things he said during his campaign.
7: Uh
3: huh. So I'm like, okay. i right, okay, but how? That's gonna be a thing. And how is it gonna do this with uh, getting? Yeah, like you said, how is it gonna put. Money back into industry. That's gonna be the question, and how? Well, he
2: said something about cutting taxes, so that'll help industry to come back to uh, come back to America and open up factories.
3: Yeah, but how much the taxes is gonna cut, and how it's gonna hey. affect the working man? All right, now that's what that's the thing that. That's the thing I I'm I'm thinking about too. See Trump proves something. and he proved something that anybody anybody and I mean anybody could run for president.
2: Well, after all, you you can't say it's like that because uh with that man from Plain, Georgia?
3: <laughs> oh, Jimmy.
2: All right. That's he my, didn't have that, any
3: that, that was my president. He didn't,
2: he didn't have any uh, uh political experience that much. Come on. Well
3: he was governor.
2: That's not a political experience. That's, yeah, a, that's being governor. Big, Hey, that's a big that's a big buddy, uh how you call it, old boy uh out on the golf course type situation.
3: But he was governor. He was he was a good governor. He he that was experience there for him as um as what did a governor. He do for,
2: what did he do as governor of Georgia? He
3: he helped to, he, far as if I can remember uh, the jobs. I tell you this way, he do a lot better. He was a much better governor than than our present governor. I'll tell oh, you that much. Mm-hmm. 'Cause I, this governor here, I'm about I'm ready to fire him.
7: <laughs>
3: I'm about I'm about ready to fire him. But that was, but uh, he do he did have some experience as a governor. He was, you know, a military man, he a navy. Uh, oh
4: that's right, do
3: Yeah. He was he was a very smart man. Jimmy Carter is a very smart man, very, very smart. Very good. Um, he, he he knows the stuff. He 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 knows the stuff. And for ninety yeah, but, something years old, that ain't bad. <laughs> He's still yeah, 90. but he
2: kept he kept getting shoot shot down in the White House because nobody wanted to pass any of his bills or laws.
3: Well, I know, I know. It's kind of like what what uh, President Obama went through.
4: Yeah, yep. <laughs>
3: And so what he went through, and he he had trouble trying to get policies in, and they they shot him down, but he kept trying now the his last act he did before he before he stepped down was the iran iran the Iran crisis to bring the those hostages home um I had to been one of that. Toughest. I I heard he it, I heard him say that was one of the toughest things he had to do before he left office. I mean, uh, tough. Okay. It was one of the toughest things, and he did finally bring him home. And I know he was breathing sigh of relief. Whew, I'm glad that's over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know he did too.
3: But for 97 years old, he is still sharp. Good. He is still sharp. As he, well, he he's still got his wits. I mean, he, 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 he got his wits. He still got it, you know. He, he, he's been. He's written a lot of books. He's uh-huh. he's written a lot of books, and uh, he's um um part of. He was. I don't know. If he's not doing it now. But Habitat for Humanity is one of the things he was part of. But uh, oh no, I, I, he he was one of my. Few, I campaigned. For me, I I tried to. I was trying to help. Can I call myself trying to help campaign for him? while I was here uh, during the time, and uh, again, Jimmy Carter's a very smart man. He he's he's very he he may not know a whole lot, but. He likes to he learns he likes to learn about it. I I I see he's very inquisitive about things. Um he's eager to learn about different things. That's good. Yeah, I mean, he was eager to think, eager to learn about different things and uh I lose he, he not only that he added some experience of his his life experience while he was up in up in plains. Um as a peanut farmer, which is, which is, you know, which is, you know, good. Um, so he's still
2: raising
3: peanuts. I I don't know he he I don't know if he's still raising peanuts or not. Um, he's um, he's mostly teaching Sunday school at his at his church, mostly. Mm. He still he still he still does that.
7: All right.
3: Uh. He, um, like I said, for 97 years old, he's doing he, he doing quite well for himself. <laughs> he's him and Bush, him and H.W. Bush, about about the same age. They're they're somewhere in their 90s. Wow. They're both in their 90s, and sharp as a tack.
7: Good. Amazing
3: Good. men. I mean these these guys are amazing to be up in age. I mean very Good. much. Um uh I'll talk I'll talk about him later about Reagan. He was he was a very smart He very was smart man. He was a very smart man. Well, Great He uh, was a politician before before the president. Uh he was a, well before or after he, after his acting career he he was he was governor of california
2: okay that's what i thought
3: yeah he was he was governor of california um, hmm. at at the time then um he ran for president and uh, beaten out carter <laughs> believe it right. or not and uh his famous well, here we go again. Yeah. Yep. But uh, this this election has been very interesting. Okay, <laughs> but
2: look here. What gets me is that I understand that Hillary had had more votes.
7: Yes, yeah,
3: properly. Uh, the popular vote. The
2: poor popular vote. Yeah. So therefore, it didn't matter about how many people got, didn't vote and yada 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 all that stuff. Right. She had the popular vote, but she didn't, couldn't carry the state.
3: Right. The important she, state. Right. She was very so close to. That's something
2: though. That she should change, huh?
3: She was very. She was very close. She was very very close in getting the states.
2: I I thought it was like about uh wait a minute how many how many electoral votes was she short
3: uh wait a minute i i i got my i got my time magazine and i'm i'm um it's i got just got my time magazine yesterday, was it yesterday i think it was yesterday and they, they got all that in there um mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take a break and i'm i i'm gonna refer to i going to take a break for a minute, Cause we we we're, we're at we're at the we're at the bottom of the hour and I'm gonna grab my Time magazine because uh, I just got it the other day, and uh, it it, tell, it tells you, it tells you that on there. It, it has a whole lot of stuff on there in in the Time magazine. So let me grab my Time. Let me take a break. Do some PSAs. Grab my Time magazine and come back. And uh, I'll get I'll. I can give you that answer. I can give you the answer because they have a whole lot of that stuff about how many the states that she carried and all that, the states they both carry and, and all that, the popular folks. They had all that in there. I was looking through it um, the other day. With Bob the Hour, this is Nation Talk. Before it starts Teach boys early that violence against women Is wrong Learn how at teachearly.org Brought to you by Futures Without Violence And The Ag
5: Well,
0: howdy! Thanks for coming to Big Bubba's. We got a mess of used cars. What can we do for you? Uh, we're looking for, um... Something cute. Well, here's a beauty. A 99 model with a moon roof. As a bonus, we'll throw in a leaking gas tank. You could be driving and kaboom! Adds that zing of excitement.
6: You got any other cars?
0: Wouldn't it be great if you could be warned of life's risks? If you have
7: diabetes, you can. There's a simple blood test called A1C that can help measure your risk of complications from diabetes. Why is it important? Because more than 600 people every day die from diabetes and its complications. If your A1C is above seven, your doctor can show you how to lower it. If you have diabetes, know your risk, know your A1C ask your doctor, or for more information, go to www.diabetesa1c.org or call 1-877-TEST-A1C. Brought to you by the American Diabetes Association, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation International, and the Ad Council.
6: If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal, like this. But, but then, then right, right around here, her life would take a bad turn with her mother abusing her. Oh. And about this far end, Nikki would drop out of high school and run away. Here, yeah, she'd be forced to work two jobs struggling to support herself. And her daughter. She'd feel stuck, stuck, stuck. But stuck. then she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. She'd take my prep classes. Study every night. And feel unstuck. Because she'd finally hear someone say,
2: Nikki Baker, come up and get your GED diploma.
6: If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, the ending wouldn't be the ending at all. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education, brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the
4: Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins,
3: now, so views and opinions of Nation Talk Are not necessarily the views of TalkShoe Jam Ready Productions Sortahead.com And its sponsors This is Nation Talk <laughs> <laughs>
7: Welcome
3: back. This is Nation Talk, your Sunday evening forum, and we're talking about the results of the election. And uh, if you got, if you if you pick up your um next your Time magazine for the week of November twenty first, and they have they. Of course, they're talking about the the result of the election. Um, of course, as you know, that November ninth, Donald Trump has been elected as president. Now, the, the results of the, the the results for president Donald Trump forty seven point five percent. Hillary Clinton, 47.7%. It's, it's, um, it was pretty close. Um, after results, okay, the, let's see, they said something about the electronic but I think I saw that, I'm not sure. But the electronic the, the electoral votes was also, she, I'm just. I'm if I could find it in here. It's not. If it's not in here, I can always look it up. I can always look it up online. But the it was the electron. The electro votes. She gotten more electro votes than he did. I mean, I mean not electro. I'm sorry. Popular votes. I'm sorry. Popular votes than he did. Um, which is uh, which is which. Which is interesting because, because of because the his comments that pretty much <laughs> that pretty much the angry angered a lot of people, of course. Um let's see. Do they have it? Nope. I could always, i'm while i'm talking i could f i could look it up she um, it again this was a tough election oh by the way, hello guest four and uh, law fan welcome to the program. This is your city uniform nation talk good evening to all of you, and um, good evening to all of you. 172 444 424 Call ID number 555-19-POUND. If you'd like to get into a conversation. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's not the one I wanted. <clears throat> but the results, the results of the election, is in- incredible it's okay, it's
7: okay. Uh, in okay. every just, way. Okay. Uh,
5: popular votes. Okay. The popular votes. Uh. Right.
7: Has
3: been. The, okay. the popular votes. He Do he he. But she beat out, she beat him out in, in popular votes. But that's that's still not enough to be elected. It takes electic, it, it actually takes
7: electoral votes
3: to be elected. Now, I'm looking at it. I'm looking it up now. Okay, presidential election
7: twenty sixteen.
3: Aha, here it is. Uh, I'm looking it up as we speak, and give you kind of, kind of give you an idea of how, how did he win, or was it rigged? (laughs) Ha ha!
2: are not going to use that word, you know.
3: Oh, rig?
2: Yeah, because <laughs> I heard that before.
3: Yeah. We
2: really wanted the debate.
3: Yeah, that, that, if, if the election is going to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Here it is: popular votes. Chief beat he beat him a lot out 60.9 million to 60.3 million. The percentage of 47. Trump has, has a percentage of 47.3 percent.30. 4, 3 and Secretary, Secretary Clinton has 47.79 percent.
5: Uh, let's see. She, let's see, Clint. I mean, um
3: the the states the the states that
5: the states that um, was I'm trying to find out here. Okay. It looks like
3: it looks like that according to the electoral electoral map, Trump gotten all almost all but except for some of the key states, except for some of the key states that he didn't get uh, California. I was surprised
5: that it went to Clinton. Because, you know, California is sometimes it's a
3: um, Republican state.
2: Right, right.
3: But 35%, uh, 35 electronic, electronic votes, no, 55. And from California, not bad, not hmm. bad at all. That was actually her biggest state that she gotten. The second largest one is, believe it or not, uh,
7: did
2: she get New York or did uh, Trump get New York?
3: Clinton, she got so, New York.
2: Okay,
3: so that was her two pole cards, and that was it. Well, that one, and of course, it was so close in Georgia and Florida that it could, they could—they couldn't—they really couldn't call it. They couldn't call it. It was—that's that's how close it was. Uh, and for a while, for a while, it was. It was like a wait and see for a good for a good while until Georgia with sixteen electronic votes, Florida with twenty nine electronic Ooh. votes. Wow. Texas with thirty eight electronic votes and he get night like, he got night like, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, eight, nine, seven, four. He get like a few here and there. But he did get Texas, Florida, Georgia, the battleground states,
7: and
3: uh, – Yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. That was the one that um, he was really – he really wanted to get, and he got it.
7: Uh-huh.
3: He, he finally got Pennsylvania. <laughs> I was like, damn. And after the other one that was too close to call. Pennsylvania it was just too close it was too close to call for a good portion of the night, same thing with Georgia and Florida um, of course, Arizona got eleven and John McCain got reelected then at the time at the same time John McCain got reelected um let's see Connecticut, uh Gotten gave Hillary seven electoral votes for for Hillary. New Jersey fourteen. Delaware three. Uh D C three. New Hampshire four. Vermont one. Maine three. Uh let's see. Illinois. I I remember I was I remember when I heard when, when they got Illinois I was so glad because that was the state that that put President Obama and I think he won I think he won uh probably higher than that than than that he probably got more electronic votes than that when he when the when he was elected but he got twenty of them now according to the stacks i that I was listening to she lacked a few of the she lacked a few votes less than than president obama did hmm. it was it was close but it was um uh, it was just a little it was a little off it's just a little off from from what um, from what um,
5: President Obama had, uh, so I I heard it was a lot different than uh, when uh, Obama. Yeah,
3: it was, so. it was it was it was, it was oh, Obama had a whole lot more during the time he was elected than the first and Hillary, Yeah, the first time than what Clinton did um yeah. was, it was much much, much um different.
5: So it's um and the election itself the election itself
3: uh, I gotta admit, it wasn't it wasn't rigged. It was it it was tough. It was tiresome. I think everybody got wore out after. We I think I even I had um. I had, election withdrawal. After this,
7: <laughs>
3: I really did. After Tuesday, I was. I mean, Wednesday, I was like out of it. I mean, I was, I I. I watched some of it. I was like on again, off again, watching the election. Uh, but it wore me; it wore my butt out. Now they had other candidates, who other third-party candidate parties and independents that was running. They had the American Delta Party, Reform Party, the Party for Socialism and Libertarian. Peace and Freedom, Liberty Union Party, Socialist Workers' Party, uh, Socialist Party USA, Natural Law Party, oh, Natural Law Party, let me see, let me see something, American, do they they have the American Independent, America's Party, Veterans Party. Uh, Also
2: the National Party? Yeah, these, these are local, uh, local parties.
3: These are national. These are national third parties.
2: Oh wow! I, yeah,
3: uh, <laughs> independent. I Amer- wasn't
2: paying that attention to the ballot
3: then. Oh yeah, they 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 had third party. They had they had third party candidates that they run other than the green, other than um, what's the they had uh the Constitution Party which um, Daryl Castle, who is an attorney for Memphis, Tennessee, he was running. Um, They had the independent ticket 2016, McCullen and Finn. Um, McCullen, he's the chief policy director for the House Representative Conference. Uh, And then, let's see... Finn is president of Empowerment Women. That that was the Mac- McMullen and Finn ticket. Then of course it was Stein Baraka. Uh Stein is a physician from Lexington, Massachusetts. Baraka is an activist from Washington D C. That's the Green Party. Hmm. That was that was okay. the Green Party. Um I saw that party on on the ticket. The Libertarian Party, Gary Johnson and William Weld. Now, I saw this. I saw this on the ticket as well. Um, Johnson, he was he's governor of New Mexico, and William Weld is governor of Massachusetts. That's the Libertarian Party. Um. Yeah, that's that's mainly it. Yep. That's it. But that's some that's some that's the main parties that was um. Those were the main parties that was on the ticket it was pretty much recognizable. Um. They didn't. They didn't do well, but one thing I like about them, they got on the ticket, and they also had some. They also had ride-ins. They had a lot of ride-ins. Um. It's the American Solidarity Party, Independent, Independent American Party, South Carolina, Approved Voting Party, Independent Party, Independent American Party, Nutrient Party, United States Pacifist, pacifist Party, Socialist Equality Party, Independent American Party, Constitution Party of, of Idaho. Wow, that's a lot of third-party and independent parties that was running, and if yeah, yeah, question, yeah,
2: do you think all of those independent parties would have interfered with our of a process of due process of uh, the two-party vote?
3: Trying to split the vote.
2: Yeah, you know, what I mean, like take away from the vote, uh, uh, split the uh, it could electoral votes, all that It stuff. could have.
3: It could have. It did it it did it before. It did that before. I can't remember what election, but it did take away some votes, um some of the votes. I think if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was when Ross Perot okay. was running and he was independent. Right, right. I believe that when he was running, they took away some of the votes from both from both parties. Now there's a mm-hmm. vantage, and there's a disadvantage to that. The advantage is that he can that he can split the vote, and that gives the voters that gives the voters at least some um, decision. of what what who who they want to do? Who would it want to put in? The disadvantage is one one of the parties is going to lose some. They are they are going to lose some votes. Right. So being an independent, and I, that's what I am. I'm I'm mostly an independent. Um. Does split the vote? I do remember that it does it did split the vote, and it it kind of it, it do it does kind of kind of mm-hmm. make the the election wopsided, so to speak. And it does, and if that does happen, that that's a good thing, and then you won't have that that way. You won't have um, just you won't just have Democratic, Republican, then you have an independent or Green Party or American Independent Party or some other party to split it.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: That, to me, that's a good thing. To me, to me, that's a good thing. If they split the vote. I don't know anybody else. But... Um, I don't know about anybody else, but I, if it splits the vote, that's that's good. That,
5: that, that's a good thing. And now, we, yeah. What would you? How would you feel if
2: one of those independent parties got enough votes at one time or the other to become president? You ever thought about
3: that? I thought about that. A hey, I wouldn't be. It would not surprise me.
2: Uh, you said nothing surprises no more, huh?
3: Nope. It wouldn't. It would not surprise me at all. I got a. I got a prediction that some that somebody from one of those third party or from one of those third parties is going to run and when that's my prediction Now, now when it's going to happen I don't know hmm. they also have another party I can't think of the name of it but I, I like this party because you only serve like one term and you don't go back you, you, you don't you, you serve one term and you don't go back for a second for a second term I can't remember what party it is um, I got I've gotten some information from, it from 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 some years ago. Someone was telling me about it. I look. At, I looked into it, and that seemed like a pretty good. That seemed like it's pretty good. That way, you don't have to repeat. If you don't have to do, be a repeater, going stay in the office. You give somebody else the chance to to run. now, if it happens, hmm. if it if it happens. That's good. <laughs> that, that would that would change the face of American American politics for a long time. They talk about something historic. That would be very historic. That would be very historic if it happens that way. And to be honest with you, I hope it does happen.
7: <laughs>
3: yeah. That way. That way, we'll we'll we won't have just two. It won't be such a, a two-party system. There, there are some parties who who would like to see a third-party system in the White House.
5: That would be that would be great, and yeah,
3: that would be really great. Of course as as everybody remember all the other and it's it's amazing of all these candidates I'm looking at now the candidates that that ran against them did not dent
5: did,
3: did that did not dent it like like trump did and the one who i who i was hoping <laughs> i was hoping would will the ones I was hoping to win, I was hoping to get to get it was possibly maybe Christy or Red Paul or Huckabee or Lindsey Graham. Ooh, that's what I was hoping. Um, I didn't want to see I didn't want to see Cruz in there. I didn't want to see Ru- I see enough of of Rubio when I was you th- when,
2: uh, i thought cruz was a halfway decent uh politician
3: he he's all right he's a he's a whiner <laughs>
7: I okay. he whines whiner. about
3: every doggone thing. <laughs> um, ben um carson maybe i wouldn't i want another another bush in there no no No, thank you. <laughs> um Ferrara, Carly Farana who, who she was, she's a CEO for Hugh Packett, for Hewitt Packer. Maybe, being a woman, maybe. Did that be
2: something about her being uh, on Trump's uh, ticket?
3: She, she, she ran. She act, she, she actually ran. She didn't make it, but she ran. But
2: well, I'm talking about uh, just lately, since uh. Trump
3: got elected, I thought I saw something about her being on his ticket, on his um, cabinet. It, it, yeah. It's a possibility. Because I think he's, he, he's also, I think he's going to tap um, Christie. um I'm not sure if he's going to tap Christie because Christie hasn't finished his, his um, term and his term in office in Jersey yet. But, that he, don't might mean get, nothing. but he might get he might get tapped for it. Who knows? But lieutenant um,
2: governor can take over that place, or
3: Christie yeah. don't have to. He can,
2: he can yeah. quit time. Oh yeah. All right, did Come on. It,
3: it's it's possible. It, it anything. It, I'm looking at these candidates now and going. I can't believe none of these could not be. Couldn't beat. Um, Couldn't beat him. Uh, ain't that something? <laughs> it's
2: unbelievable.
3: Hold on, y'all. 1724-444-7444. Call out your number. Five 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 one nine pounds. I guess guests. Four, five, and six. And long, law, long, law you You're welcome to call in with your opinion. Um... About the election We'll be back We are at the top of the hour
4: Good evening This is Nation Talk You're listening to the Jam Radio Network With Minister Kenneth Trankin
3: The views and opinions of Nation Talk Are not necessarily the views and opinions Of TalkShoe Jam Radio Production SodaHead.com And its sponsor. This is Nation Talk. 2006 and man and Brother Mike By the way, Mike, we're going to talk about His book during this hour Sometimes during this hour Um Hopefully we get a chance to, to Talk about Ronald Reagan and Believe it or not, could you believe it This is kind of like a repeat From Ronald Reagan From, the, from 1980 Was it 80, 81? 19. 1981, when when um, Reagan was elected, this is kind of like a repeat. Interesting, that very, very interesting.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> A very rowdy group. <laughs> Thank you, my friends. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for being here, and I love you all too. Uh, Last night, I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. This is not the outcome we wanted or we worked so hard for, and I'm sorry that we did not win this election for the values we share and the vision we hold for our country, but I feel I feel pride and gratitude for this wonderful campaign that we built together. This vast, diverse, creative, unruly, energized campaign. You represent the best of America, and being your candidate has been one of the greatest honors of my life.
3: That was Hillary Clinton, Secretary Clinton, and her concession speech. Uh, night of the election, and what a wonderful, wonderful speech! Um, I didn't get a chance to hear Donald Trump speech, My sister told me about it. Uh, um, she told me about it. He talks like he's he's um talk like he talked like somebody. <laughs> so to speak
5: <laughs> pardon me course um, all you are welcome to chime in one seventy two four 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 seventy four
3: forty four college number five 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 one nine pound well. Hmm.
5: Now, your book. (laughs) Okay. Your book. What is the name of it? It's called
2: Deja Vu: Searching for True Love. I misspelled the title of that, so I have to redo it.
3: Okay. (laughs) So, what is this book about?
2: Okay. I had to write the book in a fictional manner in order to protect the identity of those who played a part in it, living, and also past. So that's why it's called a dramatic fiction.
3: Okay. But
2: actually, it is a true story. So I didn't want to put it as an autobiography.
3: That's loosely based
5: Huh? it's loosely based on on uh uh
3: loosely based on on, on a true story
5: yeah I said about
2: ninety percent ninety percent true or maybe a little bit more okay and then a lot a lot of things were left out of it, okay you know I tried to keep keep it into a format as to uh, how you would say a subject matter like with addictions and people that are going through addictions, going through uh, trials and tribulations, relationships, that type of thing. A personal journey from disparity to life and to victory. Uh, Some people like, Start off with a bad situation, and it's it, it, in a bad place from, from early youth, maybe, something like that. It says that, for instance, uh, domestic violence and stuff, and they grew up to become violent themselves. Well, that's how that story more or less tends to go into, because the book starts off as a young man, a, a boy, that's going through a lot of sexual changes in their life. Mm-hmm. a lot of community uh, functions and things that nobody talks about, you know, private life and pay place <laughs> mentality type thing. Okay. So as he grows up, he goes to a larger, uh, large area like a big town, except for instance Chicago or one of those big cities, you know what I mean? Right. And uh, things didn't work good because he found out that his education system level was very, very poor. In fact, while he was in a small town, he graduated as top of the class, well, the 10th of the class, right? The largest class to graduate in that school ever. At, and graduated 10th of the class. So he goes to this college in the large town and takes the college entrance exam he couldn't pass. So they gave him a battery of tests and come to find out the poor guy only had an eighth-grade education. Hmm. So we're talking about how schools back in the old days, how they just passed you through, and you thought that you were learning something, but they gave you uh, inferior books. The teachers wasn't all of that trained, so they're more or less a personal personal uh, type of relationship with the teachers. You knew the teachers by their name. You knew where they lived. And if you've been nice to the teacher, the teacher might let you slide with a 60 rather than a 75. So you just pass in class, passing by. But I was making more than that in my classes. But still, as I said, the quality of education was lower than it was in the larger place. So anyway, as the story goes on, you have the guys start to turn into alcohol. And become a became a teenage drunk at that time, so he goes on through that way, feeling bad, doing bad, goes into service, continuing his activities as far as sex and drinking. And that was a primary example of of life in the military and by most people. So he came to that place where uh, he. Um, went through his military experience with messing around with the married women on the base, uh, doing different things, uh, having special attention towards him, and he survived. But come to find out that he had gotten one of the married women pregnant. Mm. And his uh, exit from the base that he was on, she, she let him know that, oh, I'm pregnant. This man is on his way to see his grandfather on his deathbed. And the story goes that he winds up in Memphis, Tennessee, on Beale Street back in those days, listening to Bobby Blue Bland and listening to a jazz saxophone player. And it plays, whereas he went through some strong emotional changes and emotional ties at the time. So he goes to his grandfather. His grandfather smiles at him in his uniform, and for the first time in ever, his grandfather smiles at him. It's like, wait a minute, this man has never
7: smiled
2: a day in his life that the, the guy could remember. And he always, like, you know, the old people back in the, in the early days, you work hard, you get paid. No, you didn't get paid. You get fed, you got clothed. And a roof over your head. That was it, more or less. So, so this young man was wondering why his grandfather is smiling at him on his deathbed, and and that really bothered him a lot because, like, the father was never there really as a father because he had, he raised up this young man for ever since he was a baby, more or less. Even after his father, the, the guy's father got killed by messing with another man's woman. Mm. See, all of these things plays out in his book, and try to keep the story straight, more or less. Is that he goes through trials and tribulations with his activities, and as the book unfolds, the, the writer breaks down into sections. And one of the sections he has is a cherry tomato teaches humility. Another section was an unforeseen death trap. Confidentiality is a must. And bad dreams can have a purpose. And then there's another section called time travel. Now, in this section where a cherry tomato teaches humility, is that he was on his way to overseas, and he was sitting next to this uh, officer in his nice white outfit. I mean, the man had a white suit on with a white uh, tie, necktie and shirt. And the guy bites into a cherry tomato on the plane, and that tomato's juice and seeds went straight across the man's suit, ruining the man's suit, because now the stewardess could not wipe it off of them because it would make a larger more And he had three more hours to go before they had a refueling flight going over the Pacific. So I brought that to attention that sometimes we run into bad situations. We run into difficulties, uh, embarrassments, trials, and different things that eventually, one day, these things might come back at you But that first incident was to prepare you for a larger gift, a larger uh, challenge in the future. So sometimes we get all upset about an accident or a mistake or something, but beware. You might see this again in some form or another, and that's why it's more or less deja vu. Mm -hmm. Because he kept going through relationships after relationships, kept going through trials and tribulations, kept going through uh, alcohol, drugs, and sexual addictions. Mm-hmm. The man had three addictions, and so he turned to the church, as usually, They say, when you're at the bottom of your barrel, turn to Jesus. So he turned to Jesus, but there was no Jesus in the church that he went to because the first thing he did was got embarrassed, by Church Hurt, mm. the guy uh, that was in church because he tried to uh, relate to the people in church, tried to tell them about some of the problem, issues and stuff that was going through. And church brought him up front and said, come here, I want to pray for you. And he goes, casting the devil out of this poor man, which was me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, the whole story is really talking about some of the things that I went through in life to bring us to that point whereas you turn to the church and yet and while as you're supposed to get co- uh comfort, you're supposed to get support, you're supposed right. to get all these good things coming from the church. But the help of the church is that we're gonna cast the devil out of you. <laughs> so so the man is like I'm just coming to the church and this is what I run into? <laughs> so anyway so I survived that survived that situation. Then uh, there was an unforeseen death trap. Is that one of the young ladies that uh, that he was messing with? Going back to the character of this book now, right? Mm. She called for prayer, and so he's in church now. He's trying to get all strong in the church, and spiritual minded, and all that good stuff. And she said, "I need prayer because she lost her." some relatives of, uh, close relatives of hers, and she was depressed and everything. And he goes to her house for prayer and come to find out she laid a trap for him to get involved with sex. So by him being addicted to sex, because just going to church the first time, I don't know what people think, that just because I raised my hand and said I confess Jesus Christ the Lord, that all of these addictions and all of these problems and issues and and situations just going to go away just like that. You got to work at it.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: And and I wasn't really I used to say working at it because I just knew that I was strong enough to, to pray for this woman, but I'm going to find out it's who it is. So anyway, I ran into that snag and, and and left the church for a minute. And that way I went deeper and deeper into the darkness, deeper and deeper into all of the things that I was doing from before. So, I went back to church, come to find out that one day, I, this this voice that was inside, you know how the voice talked to you? Mm-hmm. It says, uh, you know, God don't like you no more because you're messing up, yada, 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 all that other stuff. And, uh, yeah, all right. So, you better go head on and, so that the family would get your insurance money. And I was listening to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I was on my way to commit suicide, and I happened to stop by the church. The first time that church had been open that time of night, that's about 9 o'clock, uh, the brothers in there cleaning fish for a fish fry the next day at the church. Went there. I stood at the altar of the church. I couldn't pray, couldn't do nothing, but I was weeping. A couple of guys came in, put their arms around me, and then I left. When I left and got into my car, started to motor, the next thing I knew, I was all the way across town to my house. And that's why we call it time travel. And that's twice in my life I ran through that, whereas things happen in a blackout situation. Don't know how you got there. So when I talk to some people about blackout situations, they usually talk about while well, we got drunk, went to a party, mm-hmm. and now wind up at home and in my bed. Well, that can happen in a reality. So not really say being drunk, but I wasn't drunk. So it was nothing but the Holy Spirit saving my behind that day. <laughs> You know, me. So then, the next section where the need for confidentiality. I was telling a uh, another minister, and uh, from another uh, church or service about a situation about a young uh, young lady or girl something, and she went and told the pastor and his wife that I shouldn't be around children. Wow. Come to find out. The dream was about the girl that I dreamed about got gang raped, drugged and gang raped, and nothing was done about it. So she went into prostitution, drug addiction, uh, with children, uh, 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 how do you call it? Incarceration. All of those things that happened, whereas if this person had to ask more questions and we got to meet the girl and prayed for her, maybe she wouldn't have gone through all of these different uh, situations, different changes in life. Because so God has maybe had her to be a, a, a fixture in our lives so that we can pray for each other. You know
4: what
2: I mean? All right. Hold on. we on. We present ourselves in such a way, whereas we don't want to uh, help other people. We become selfish, mm-hmm. and not one person that has old church asked about the girl, or asked how I was doing, or anything. So all of these things come to play in the book about deja vu, searching for true love, and then going through the trials and tribulations of relationship finding somebody to love and to understand the value of love, now God himself is showing us how to love unconditionally, putting all of the mess aside and bringing us to that place of victory. So that's how the book plays out in that you may start from the lowest part of life in your gutter, winding up in total victory, total understanding, and in the presence of the glory of the true and living God. So this is why, like, now I put on my Facebook account, I write on Twitter, I write on LinkedIn, different stories regarding, say, some of the things that happened in the book. Even though, you know what I mean, sometimes people might say, oh, I like that, but I want you to read it, not just like, mm-hmm. but I want you to read the story. And so far now, the response has been really tremendous. People reading some of these stories, like the last story I have out is a cherry tomato teaching humility. Because this man, I ruined his white suit. Ah, some officer now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We have to travel three more hours before we got to Guam to change clothes. And this man is like... Forgiving me, ministering to me because I was so upset I didn't know what to do. I'm on my way to the far east to a a station that I don't know nothing about. Never been on an airplane like that before. And here I am fighting into a church maiden and ruining somebody's clothes. It's like I'm black and he's white. He's he's an officer and I'm just a lowly person on my way to support the Vietnam initiative.
3: Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay? Okay, hold that thought. Okay. We're going to come back for more. We have Michael, Michael Jones,
5: a.k.a. Brother Mike. Uh-huh. Talk about his book. Angel Vu, the Crystal We'll be back.
6: She'd be forced to work two jobs struggling to support herself. And her daughter. She'd feel stuck, stuck, stuck. But then she'd decide to earn her GED diploma.
1: She'd take my
6: prep classes. Study every night. And feel unstuck. Because she finally hears someone say,
2: Nikki Baker, come up and get your GED diploma."
6: If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, the ending wouldn't be the ending at all. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
3: You're
4: listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
3: The views opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talkshoe, Jam Radio Productions, SodaHead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk.
7: My people! Yeah!
2: of the United States rests on the sweat of my people.
7: Every enemy of the USA has had to face my people on the front line. People, my people are dying. And
3: we see Welcome back. This is Station Talk. We're talking with Arthur. Michael Jones and his book Deja Vu Searching for True Love You can go on Amazon.com To find His book For more information Email him People People Excellent Excellent Love Excellent In Love At Yahoo.com If you like more If you like more information On The book Sounds like a very interesting book. Hmm. And it's semi autobiographical Semi autobiography. That's the other way I was trying to think of. <laughs> oh, okay.
7: Now,
3: how did you how did you come up with this? Um most of this is just from experiences. Right. Well
2: well, you know, during my life. <laughs> I have some experiences, man. That like, whoa. Sometimes some of them I don't even want to remember myself. So you know what I mean?
3: Right.
2: I left. I left the church at uh, before I became an alcoholic at sixteen because it was too many uh, hypocrites in church. <laughs> so I was being judgmental. Then I went to, like I say, a lot of different things in Detroit, whereas I was living at the time. No jobs, and I had to pick up small change from here and there and everywhere. But I ran into a lot of important people, and one of the most important people that I ever ran across in my life is that uh, the lady that inherited the uh, the Milky Way Candy Company. Okay. Well, she saved my life down in Tennessee because uh, my family worked on her farm. Oh. And I crawled I crawl out into the to the highway, and she took me up out of the highway and, and, and took me to the field with my parents. So I always I use that sometime in my public speaking as an opener or something like that. Uh, the next experience I had was after I got out of service. The job I was trained for, they wouldn't hire me here in Connecticut because all of the companies that I used to work. Uh, order parts from the military uh, parts and all that stuff and the aircraft and things right here in this area Whereas I just knew I was going to have me a big time job, right?
7: Uh-huh. Uh,
2: no action. So I had to settle for washing dishes. Going through all of that training in the service, all of that uh, military uh, security and all that stuff, you know, key top secret and need to know, and cover sheets. Oh, my God, all that garbage, you know what I mean?
7: Uh-huh. So
2: now, I had to wash dishes. So President Johnson had a program to train uh, minorities and because the uh, chefs from overseas stopped coming to America that much. And just so happened the Culinary Institute was in New Haven, Connecticut at the time, and they opened up a school here in Bridgeport, and I was in the in the school for three years, I went to work for country clubs, restaurants, and and better places in the area. And one of the things that I did, I always tried to get into business, do business. Uh-huh. So I was the first minority to open up a fish and chip place here in uh, this city. Oh. Then I worked for, um, in Westport, Connecticut, where it's... Um, David Susskind gave a party one night. And one of the biggest things I always remember and talk about was how I burnt David Susskind's food for a dinner party.
3: Oh, boy. David (laughs) Susskind?
2: David Susskind, the David Susskind, right? Yeah. Yeah, so dig this. So I'm up there drinking. This is how alcoholism can mess with you, and sexual addiction can mess with your mind and your uh, performance and all of that. So I'm up there messing around with the waitresses and <laughs> trying to talk <laughs> fresh, being fresh, drinking the liquor, and somebody said, I smell some burning. And lo and behold, the main course was on the stove burning. It's scorching.
3: Oh, brother.
2: Yeah. So now it's about twenty minutes before twenty minutes before serving time of course. So what are you, what are you gonna do? I'm just starting cooking uh, about a year or two now. So something to say take the food out of the pot. Take the food out of the uh, out of the container. Took the food out of the container, I sauteed some onions with some brandy a lot of sugar, and glazed it, set the brandy on fire, burnt the sugar and the onions, and I added the meat back the most of the, uh, the food back to the, the container, add some more brandy to it instead of wine, and guess what? It was delicious.
7: What?
2: Not one person could, it was delicious, I'm telling you. It surprised me even, but this is how good I do believe that when you are trying to live right and you have a destiny over your life, that the forces of good will protect you even when you're in bad shape, <laughs> because I was in bad shape that night, I'll tell you. But that was one of the uh, biggest uh, points of my life, and also one another big point in my life was to be invited to the white house.
3: They have dinner with Reagan. Oh, 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 um. Video game movie. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. As you would say, who what Reagan? With Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan?
2: Yeah. I had an invitation to go to the White House to have dinner with Ronald Reagan with a group that I was in. It was called the uh the Round Tables Club.
3: Oh, wow.
2: With the, with the, the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Oh. Back in those days, it was $100 a plate.
3: Oh, boy. All
2: right? But I didn't go. You didn't I go? I had the opportunity to go. Everything is in order. But the point of it is I was invited to go.
7: <laughs>
2: and I was scared that I was going to be the only black person there so I wouldn't go. Oh. All right. So all of these things come to play and that's why I said buy my book is not only entertainment but it's important and you get a lot of uh information necessarily not only information but mostly for inspirational things that come to play in the book. Whereas just because we go through hard times, just because we go through trials and de- depression and disappointments and stuff don't give up, because there is a light at the end of the tunnel.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the gist and the summary of my book. I did that in what? 15 minutes.
3: Yeah. Hi. Not bad.
2: Not bad.
3: Uh-uh, not bad at all.
2: So you can find the book at uh, Amazon.com, uh, CreativeSpace.com.
3: Ah, because as a matter of fact, I'm going there now. I'm going, I'm to, going to Amazon now.
2: Okay. I have it in um, the ebook and also in print. Oh. The ebook is a well, I rather for I I rather for the about the print, but it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a good it's a good book because it starts off with. Uh, I started off the book that said that don't let your first reaction be an overreaction, a story that may be hard to understand and seems impossible because my life was an impossible life at the time. And a lot of things that happened in the life, a lot of my personal uh, things that came about in life, whereas you don't talk about too much because a lot of people are dead and gone and gone by, you know what I mean? Yeah. and a lot of mistakes that was made. Sometimes we look at our mistakes and, and we uh, hide them under the bed and put them in the closet. <laughs> so, so, so what I say is that it's all right to talk about your mistakes, it's all right to talk about your disappointments, because sometimes they're going to come back at you, maybe in a different form, but didn't I see that before? Haven't I been there before? This seems familiar. Mm -hmm. So two times I uh, made an attempt to commit suicide over females. But God was with me. And now I can talk about it, and I don't even think about those bad pains too much anymore as far as being depressed.
3: Right.
2: And one of the things that I uh, do remember, like especially in the book, is where I overcame my drug addiction by being scared.
3: What scared you? Yeah. What scared
2: you? I'm going on 22 years now. No, 25 years almost. Well, I went to, I I listened to that voice to tell me that, you know, you're in church now and you need to sow your wild oats and get it over because you can't be getting nothing like that too much because you in church? Oh, stupid me! Goes get a package and takes it over to a young lady's house, thinking I'm gonna sow some wild oats. <laughs> she 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 used up all of my drugs. About 3 o'clock in the morning, she tells me good night because she's bodily unfunctionable. <laughs> however however, the females go along with the situation or whatever.
7: Yeah. So now
2: I'm going down the street and all of a sudden it feels like I done made God mad because and because I went there with this intention in mind that now he done turned his back on me and I'm available for all of the demonic spirits to jump out and, and, and jump on me. So I was so scared that I wanted to call a cab to go three blocks home. That's how scared I was. So oh I could boy! Just, I could just feel all. of, You're talking about Halloween. Mm-hmm. I
7: could,
2: I could feel every demonic spirit coming at me. Now I'm I'm available. I'm vulnerable to be taken alive to go to hell. So. So I was shaking and sweating and with fear and from that night on I have not touched another cocaine, marijuana, crack, and only smoked one uh, half a cigarette one time and took two or three puffs on a cigar.
7: <laughs> so,
2: and then it was so good to know that because I read in the scripture where it says that, that make holiness perfect in the fear of God. So we return that fear of God back. And that's why a lot of times when I be doing my ministry and I be trying to uh, talk with people and help them through their situation stuff, I let them know that a fear of God is very important.
7: Mm-hmm. Because
2: when they think they all of that and everything in a bag of chips,
3: they do doing nothing itself set themselves up for failure. So, so. Yeah, I, I like this, what you got. Um, I like this. We have a warning. Material contents. Uh-oh. On the, on
7: yeah, material um,
2: contents.
3: Yeah, uh, material content and real talk. Don't let your first reaction be an overreaction. A story that may be hard to understand and seems impossible. Derek, which is the character in your, in your book, went through the dark side of drugs, alcohol, and sexual addiction, with the trappings of imprisonment, of lust, leading to attempt to attempt suicide, shame, accused of molestation, rejection, and being called a false prophet. What? Yep. Seeking a change in his life through many dangerous, failed relationships, calling it love, quote-unquote love, that seems to be happening over and over again, a revolving door of trouble and pain, seeking to find the purpose of his destiny and knowing the value of the true love and finding a beautiful smiling woman to love from the depth of his heart and couldn't have her. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's heavy. That is heavy.
2: So, so a lot of times when people say, oh, I love you and I'm in love, they always think about that bedroom scene as, as a method of love but when you come to read true love and the real love is to how to treat people and how to love the standard of God and how God loves us unconditionally. Exactly. Not if I give you some bubble gum, you have to give me some candy. But. So you
5: so this so so this girl J who was a prostitute
3: who's a cousin who had no pimp y um, he you just pretty much describe her as like any almost like i guess any girl out there i guess well
2: you know a prostitute is a prostitute is a prostitute, <laughs> okay.
7: yeah. They have different
2: methods, different means, and different situations. But like I say, is that back in those days, in those times, and even nowadays, that people have less morality to be associated with. And you see how now the more the climb of people are are still going lower and lower.
4: Yeah.
5: So that's how it goes, you know what I mean? Wow.
3: I mean, this is a heavy book.
2: Well, that's why I say uh, mature content because there's a lot of, uh, how you call it, sexual innuendos involved in it because that's what it's about. Uh, how you call it? Sexual addiction, drug and alcohol addiction, and, hey, going through trials and tribulations because you ran into somebody she blow your mind you you know you respond you think you're in love come to find out you would use you would play or either you played her
3: exactly
2: and and it's a
3: lot of, it's a lot of it's a lot of well it it goes it goes both ways because some of my times the the um the the male goes well you know the female goes through that, and they they go through it with a man, and a woman goes. A man goes through it with a woman, and they get. They, yeah, they do get played. And there's been a lot of those women who who
4: do play.
3: Yep. For some one reason or another, they they um
5: they, they do. Hmm. So and one and
2: they say, one day you find something like somebody who don't criticize, somebody that don't judge, and somebody to say, "What's the matter? Talk with me." Mm-hmm. And then that person is there for your support, and you wind up releasing yourself from all of the garbage that has been built up
5: over the years. So, at first I was a little bit afraid about
2: writing it in that term but then you know like I said this is reality this is the real
3: day in real life yeah
5: hold on y'all hold hold, hold on y'all we're going to be back with more with more of Nation Talk my guest Michael Jones,
3: author of Deja Vu, searching for true love. You can find it on
5: Amazon. This is Nation Talk.
6: wife and teeth head for tacos. You and Danny want Chinese. You look up at the menu. You look down to see what Danny wants. But you don't see Danny. Danny! Every parent knows that feeling. Imagine if you were actually abducted. To receive free Amber Alerts on your cell phone, go to wirelessamberalerts.org. A child is calling for help. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
7: The First
5: Amendment reads, The people shall not be deprived of their right to speak.
6: The odds are the person you just heard is an African-American.
3: Because African-Americans are twice as likely to suffer a stroke as white Americans.
1: That's twice as likely a stroke could rob you of the freedom to speak your mind. Help beat the odds. Call 1-888-4STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org.
0: Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
3: You're listening
4: to the Jam Radio Network with Minister Kenneth Jenkins.
3: The Philippines of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talkshoe, January Production, SolarHead.com, and its sponsors.
5: This is Nation Talk.
7: change, change, change.
3: I'm talking with Michael Jones, author of Deja Vu, Searching for True Love. You can find it on Amazon.com. We have like 10 more minutes into our program. Um, I want to remind you that uh, you're to join us this week for One Inspirations and the Lighthouse Hour. That's all right here on Talk you and Jam Radio this week. Oh, boy. I know. You probably, you probably heard that. you going, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Especially the, the talk to me. i, I you, you going, uh uh-uh. uh. I just said that he just, he uh, uh he just ran with that one. Wow.
5: So anyway, so so what do you th- what
2: do you think so far?
3: So far, so good. It's very very good. Very good. Very good. Thank you. It's um yeah. it, it's 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 a very interesting book. It's gonna be very
5: interesting. Especially, um, especially
3: when uh, it, it's it's an interesting book, and it's a form of ministry to help somebody else who who may have gone through the same thing or going through the same thing. Right, right. Um, is a it's a heavy subject.
7: <laughs>
3: it's a heavy subject yeah, yeah. But a good one
7: Well
2: you know what It's like So much is going on nowadays That people are really Ashamed Of, of uh, Even bringing things up like Of their past More or less
3: Oh yeah yeah
2: And when you're ashamed of it Guess what It's still there Yeah It's just like It's just like Putting on clean clothes Without taking a bath <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking yeah.
2: all
5: pretty outside, but underneath, whoa! Oh boy,
7: because
3: <laughs> cause there's some there's some things that I talk about, and my wife said, "Why you why you put that on the air? Why you put that on the air?" Well, somebody—I was thinking. Well, you know, somebody else might have been going through the same thing. You uh-huh. never, you never, never know what another person is going through, even just oh, you by, by talking to out. them. Yeah, by talking to or or reading the bio or the biography or whatever, you never know. Uh
5: huh. Never, never, never know. (laughs) Yep. So that's one of the things where I really
2: want to get out there to, uh, like I said, let the public know about these things that's happening and, you know, let them know that they're not alone and some of the things that they're feeling that somebody else has already felt them before too. Mm -hmm. Remember how I was telling you about how, I went to commit suicide, and I wind up back home. Yeah. In the car, way through town, and <laughs> didn't even know anything about
3: it. Yeah. The blank, would you, you blank.
2: believe, like a blackout. Yeah. Would you believe I left home one Saturday morning, about 10 o'clock in the morning, and I was in Detroit at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the evening.
7: Whoa.
2: Don't know how I got there. All I know is I was ringing my cousin's doorbell in Detroit. Whoa. (laughs) That's what I said.
7: People like, what the? Same
5: one here?
2: Thank you. Now, all I I remember is that I saw a train. You know how we have commuter trains? Yeah. Just going to New York. And I went home. I was in the car. And I went home. I don't remember anything else about did I get to the train station? uh, Did I get to the airport? Or what? How did I get to Detroit within uh, that length of time? Let's say uh, seven hours. Seven hours of my life was completely gone.
3: Good Lord.
2: All right. So then when I get to Detroit, I hooked up with this. One of the young ladies <laughs> that oh, I had Lord. been involved with, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, just like, just like a, just like old coon hound dipping across the road, somebody
7: mm-hmm. finding somebody, finding
2: something. Anyway, went there, had fun, and now I'm stranded. <laughs>
5: so, <laughs> So
2: I, I came back to uh, came back to New York that afternoon on a, a first class tre- a first class flight. I wrote a check with no money in the bank because back in those days they didn't uh, they didn't have credit cards.
3: Oh, okay, but, yeah.
2: But they accepted they accepted personal checks and they didn't uh, have they they didn't run you through the computer because computer was more or less just beginning. They had the uh, which the cards, the punch card thing? Yeah. They had those rather than real computers back in those days. Oh yeah. So,
3: yeah, I mean so that's dinosaur I, I, days.
2: Yeah. So I, I made it back I made it back home. It's like and my mother you know my mother was, she like <laughs> you talking about what the Sam Hill?
7: Uh-huh.
3: She
2: said. She said a few other choice words. <laughs>
3: yeah, I can imagine.
2: So that was another blackout in my life. So, you know, what can I say?
3: Yeah. Wow. Man, oh, man, oh, man. What a book. Hmm. Um, This is your first one, right?
2: No, this is about the third, third or fourth one. Oh, really? The first one is called Closet Secrets. Dealing with uh, teenage prostitutions with uh, older men
5: and spreading the A- A- HIV virus. Closet secrets. Yeah. Well, one of the one of the other. See, I didn't even put that part into this book.
7: Hmm.
5: With
3: some
2: of the some of the. Some of the incidents I did put in this book, but not really the heavy part of it. Oh, the secret of
3: the closet. No, that's not it. Secret closets. Wait a minute.
2: Closet, no, closet secrets is that...
3: Closet secrets.
2: They're, yeah, there are secrets that people don't want to talk about. They're in the closet. Oh,
3: yeah. Huh. You
2: know the old saying about coming out of the closet? Uh-huh. All right. Well, well skeletons of coming
3: out the, the closet... <laughs>
2: A lot of things that came out of the closet wasn't just exactly about gays.
3: Yeah, you're right about that.
2: So and, these, and those uh, skeletons too. <laughs> <laughs> Under the bed and in the closet.
3: Yeah, boy.
2: So that's that was my first book I wrote about.
3: And that's on Amazon too.
5: That's that's still on Amazon also. Uh,
3: and
5: then I have ha, another book. It. I found ah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. All right. Dog. Yep, I found it. Yeah, I found it. And then another book called "Knowing the Value
2: of True Love," and that's a short. That's another short read about how you break love down into three categories. Yeah brotherly love, eros, and agape love. Hmm. So I I wrote a little something about each one of them dealing with uh, daily life, daily uh, situation and stuff. But the most important thing is to get the unconditional love of God in our daily activities.
5: Okay. Well, of course...
3: Of course, you've been a great guest.
2: Thank you, sir. I really appreciate your offer, and I really appreciate you having me on as a guest.
3: Oh yeah. And for those of you, who, for those of you who, who um, like to get the book, tell them the book again.
2: It's called Deja Vu: Searching for True Love by Michael Jones at amazon.com and also create space. All right. And also you can after the 1st of December you can order directly from me. Also. Oh,
3: okay. All right, Mike. All right, Jen. Again, as always, thanks for being on. And thank you, sir.
2: And I also mentioned uh some of the things that we talked about last week on my show uh, last Monday about especially those people down there at uh, the project.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And and, uh, I had some good responses from different ones across the country that spoke on that.
3: Oh, good, good, good. Good, good. I'm glad. Well, it's that time again. All right now. And again... Thank all of you for tuning in. Mike, thank you as well. <laughs> You've been listening to Nation Talk. You Viewers and opinions on Nation Talk, and that's it again, of our TalkShoe, Generated Productions, and its sponsors. This has been Nation Talk, a public affairs program, and Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us here next Sunday for another Nation Talk here on TalkShoe and Generated Radio. Go out have yourself a wonderful week. God bless you. And good night.
4: You're listening to the Jam Radio Network with Minister.